Welcome Pathfinders to Find the Path Podcast, actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. Oh yeah. Now with more mm -hmm. Cesare backstory reveals. Yeah, we got some good stuff in the last episode. At some point, the party will know some of this, maybe. It'll come out eventually. <laughs> will it? Maybe. Yes. Will there be more, more uh, Cesare reveals in this episode? Find out now. I don't know. Okay, so I do have to say that because I was like frantically writing down, I didn't quite hear everything. So when I first heard it, I was like, wait, his familiar... And he had a kid? What? No. No. I was like, D is it not really his familiar? And it was really a person who got like transformed? And that's all. Oh! And like, I was like, that's a great reveal. And then I was, and then like somebody else was like, no, that wasn't it at all. Yeah, that, that's not, that's not what I appreciate no. how supportive Raven is of Cesare getting a new relationship, though. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was kind of confused. I was like, that can't be right, but that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> Although, actually, the concept of your familiar being, like, you know, the reincarnated spirit of your dead loved one is kind of neat. Yeah. It's an interesting there's a little, story. There's a little background but... thread for somebody. Yeah. yeah, there you go. You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> so, I was just thinking of, like, a reverse version of uh, God of War, where basically you're playing Atreyu, but then you have a cat, but it, the cat's voiced by, uh, what was the voice actor that does uh, Christopher Judd. Christopher <laughs> Judd. Judd. Yeah. Mm. Just your familiar looking up, boy. <laughs> yep. he has uh, little markings in the shape of Kratos' tattoos anyway. uh, yeah actually when last we had left our heroes the Silver Raven separated had uh, pursued two separate tracks in that Lucia had been taken to her family by her cousin the Hell Knight Ramos Serini who had uh, escorted her back to see her family she then had confronted her mother. There had been a back and forth. She had been rejected from the family. Ramos had pulled out the legal card and basically stamped the get out of jail free card. And by that, I mean get back into a different jail because he took you back to your own prison. Yeah. yeah. Also, point of order, it was most definitely mutual in that neither of us wanted to be together. The family and me. So it was mutual. Well, no, they wanted you to be locked in a tower until you learned until to Until you came to your senses. Yes. Yep. I, I love the, the legally dubious, you know, come to your senses. <laughs> but unfortunately for your family, you'd come you'd come of the age of majority, which I believe for humans is 15 in Galerian. If it had been an elven family, they could have kept you locked up there until you're 110. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, jeez. I think that's what elves consider age of yeah, majority. Yeah, 110. <laughs> yeah, it's like you rebel in like your 50s, and they're just like, all right, in, in jail for you. 60 years of tower. imprisonment in the highest tower. Imagine that Go character ahead. coming that's out, like, you know, about a, 50 years later. It's like, hmm, what's happened since then? Yeah, you thought Rapunzel had long hair. Just mm -hmm. wait. Do people still <laughs> eat pastries? Is that still a thing? <laughs> How can you keep an elf in a tower? They, their windows tend to not have glass and their balconies have no railing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the party then uh, rejoined once Vittoria managed to go in, pay the fine for Lucia, who believes still it was like seven gold piece to, pieces to Vittoria for her, uh, her evening hijinks. Yep. At which point the party had returned back to the wasp nest, had had a conversation there just generally pertaining towards the stuff that you had found during your exploration of the Vitacora estate. There had mm -hmm. been some roleplay between Vittoria and Rexus, some roleplay between Cesare and Raven, at which point there had been the revelation that uh, Cesare seems to have previously been in a relationship with Lucia's uncle, the half-elven priest of Asmodeus, and they'd had a son together. And for all indications, it appears that he had been murdered by Cesare's ex. 
And yep. Cesare's yeah. out on revenge. Mm-hmm. But none of us know any of that, so. None of you know that. Yeah. In the meantime, elsewhere, uh, Nicola had returned back from an evening's work to find five roses in a bundle on his front doorstep, included with a note signed from the Rose of Cantargo. So to say, it doesn't say, seem so much. Down. Yeah. It doesn't seem so much that I have a secret admirer as the Silver Ravens have a secret admirer. I mean, Nicola is a secret admirer, but Raven did not write that. <laughs> Raven's also not very secretive about her admirer. That's not a very secret admirer. It's <laughs> more of just an outright admirer. Like a vocal yeah. admirer. Yeah. Very outspoken admirer. Yes. Yep. I like to think Cesare wakes up one morning and Raven's just like scratched into the bedpost, a little heart with an N plus R or something. Cesare's like, what are you doing to the furniture? Come on. Well, I was already scratching it up and I figured I might as well make an art. (laughs) Might as well do something productive with it. (laughs) So anyway, I suppose then uh, we'll jump back into things as we continue with uh, Hell's Rebels number 20. Dun, dun, dun. Looks like we made it. Yay. Not for lack of trying to not make it. (laughs) So, while all the rest of this is going on, scattered about the city, distantly, Vittoria pouring coffee for someone, Cesare grading papers, Niccolo standing in the center of his house, turning in small circles going, I swear I have a vase holding these like (laughs) almost half a dozen roses. (laughs) Settle for a cup. Yep. (laughs) Which, yeah, wandering back in to see Rexus and be like, this, there seems to be something wrong. This pillow has straw in it. (laughs) Where where are the feathers? (laughs) She goes to train with Morgar and he gives her a sword. She does that thing where she grabs the sword and it just thunks to the ground. And she's like, wait, what? (laughs) She's not weak. No, but like a rapier is a very light weapon. And so like when you have like the very thin uh, rapier versus like a a giant long sword, it's like, oh my God, this is so heavy. I, I don't know if he would start with the sword, though. It was probably more that he handed you a practice sword and you thought it was going to be heavy, and so you went the opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> and you hit the roof. I like that you think we've got budget for practice swords. This rebellion is, like, in its infancy, man. It's just a stick. He just it's whittled them. Yeah. You know, that was what oh, he yeah, was doing might, while It might we literally just be a stick. He that just, could be, that could be a thing. He whittled a stick. I forgot that Morgar also has uh, expert in craft. Dang. You know what? He needs to be doing the carpentry to, or the masonry to uh, fix that wall. You know, he's welcome to help however he wants. <laughs> but, Adria, you have settled in down in the wasp nest, down in the Stormwater Shrine. I don't get to use that phrasing too much, but that mm. is the name of the central portion where the temple is, is the Stormwater Shrine. It's a good Shrine. one. I enjoy it. It's a good name. I like the name of that. It yeah. sounds super Gozrin. It sounds mm. very Storm Order Druid to me, so I'm very pleased. Yeah. The statue of uh, of the goddess Kalistra staring over your shoulder as you... Didn't we knock that over? Wait. Nico did. Yeah, I don't know if you picked it back up. I'm sure <laughs> we would have okay. just... picked it back up, <laughs> I hope. You don't sure want that deity mad at you. could we pick it back up? How do you that water? Yeah, that's what I was saying. The water's three feet deep. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we got to pick it back up. Yeah. yeah. Again, you can wait out there, and there are no halflings in this party, so three feet of water is not much of a challenge. That's true. Adria, you settle in to begin working again, having stepped out, gone and purchased some supplies, returned back here. You start in on the project by the time, and by the time that you're probably about an hour or so in, more or less you've started like the base, started kind of building upwards. Again, it's a section of wall that had collapsed that was about a foot from the ground up to about seven feet high up this nine foot wall Hmm. and had just dropped down. 
As such, it makes a rather large hole. Yeah. You'd be about two hours into your project before you'd hear the stone sound, or the sound of the stone secret door opening, and the soft click-clack-clack sound of talons on stone as the Fushi sisters make their way back in from... Uh, I think they're still attempting to gather information because I believe that was the last test test that you put them on, and uh, yes. they're unaware that they failed. Yes. So. Mm. Oh, <laughs> sad. That's the, that's the problem with uh, with that is they spend an entire week and then find out they've got nothing. Well, you know. But they make their way down the hall, Corva cocking her head in a very avian gesture as she looks towards you. That kind of turns her head to the side to look at you with one eye for a moment before beginning to make her way closer crouches down at you, perching much like a, a raven herself as she glances over the collapse. Adria pauses and kind of wipes her forehead. Have you found any clues? Uh, no. Seems to me like this is some sort of poor maintenance kind of an issue. Mostly just trying to fix it back up. Have you seen any other places that look weak like this? No. I mean, we did a quick search around near where we sleep, obviously. Oh, well, Trip yeah. nods, still tendering her one leg, which was broken in the collapse, which... Again, she's, well, it was fractured in the collapse, not broken. She still shouldn't be walking on it. No, well, she shouldn't. this is the medieval times. <laughs> and she has wings. She could flutter a little bit. Yeah. But Trep nods. If we can keep that from happening again, I'd appreciate it. Mm-hmm. How's your leg doing? She hops on one foot, kind of tenderly hops on the other. As long as I don't have to run from the guard, I should be fine. Oh, yeah, don't do that. They're very good at finding you, apparently. Yeah. It's Chiliax. I thought that was a whole thing here. Eh. Uh, it's not like in, in Riddleport, where if you're running from the guard and you toss a few silvers over your shoulder, they'll stop. <laughs> not everybody apparently knew that. You didn't try that. <laughs> oh, I didn't try to toss a coin to your witcher. Yeah, that's what I should have done. With all the money you had. Pulling Ezio, just like, coins everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did try the leap of faith, at least, so I got some Assassin's Creed credit. Yeah, I'll oh, give you yeah. that one. Do you want some help? Uh, yes, but also have y'all have had lunch yet? I mean, some. We scavenged. Okay, okay. Let's all okay. Let's make some lunch. I bought some stuff. I'll make some sandwiches, and then uh, yeah, we can uh, work together on this. Make it go a lot of faster. Let me see if those uh, those kiddos in the other room are hungry. And she kind of walks over to where like Morgar. And everyone is younger than her here, so she walks over to the rest of, of y'all and is like, "You hungry? I'm gonna make some sandwiches." Yeah. Or goes in his little uh, cubicle area, like shirtless, doing reverse pull-ups. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Adria shakes her head like, ah, the youths. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I used to be able to do that. I could probably do that once. Rixus does, uh, <laughs> does that thing where everyone like make lunch, he comes out, like gets a plate, and then goes like straight back in. He's one of those uh, eats at his desk type while he continues oh, to work. Oh, yeah, I know. The okay, time. well, yeah. don't strain your eyes too much. You mean Adria is not the type that would be like, oh no, honey, you got to get away from those books for a little bit. <laughs> no, he's okay. He's busy. He's got work to do. He's Can we all agree that Rexus is played by Elliot Page at this point, please? Oh, that's cute. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's not bad casting. <laughs> Unanimous casting. It is so. All right. I make sandwiches well. that are way too big for any one person to eat by themselves, but I make everyone have their own sandwich. Yep. Despite your best efforts, Morgar still finishes his. Well, that's fine. <laughs> no, 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 He's on that, he's on that uh, high-calorie diet because he's burning, you know, 10,000 calories a day. Mm. See, now this yep. is where Morgar and Nicolo can get along, finishing sandwiches <laughs> that are way too big. <laughs> I was going to say, Nicolo is there. Nicolo's like, I'm not passing up a free meal. 
The two of them just need to meet in an all-you-can-eat ramen shop and just call it. <laughs> oh. Are there ramen shops here? Because that sounds super fun. Anyway. I doubt it. I believe, actually, there is trade with Tian Shaw from... Um, yeah, with Chiliax, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. so maybe there is a ramen shop. So, I mean, there might be a nice ramen shop somewhere. You go back to your work. Uh, continue you know, after your lunch. Mm-hmm. Settle mm-hmm. in. Continue working. The Fushi sisters come and go. None of them have any experience in any of this. It's a lot of, so I can't do that, like, honey. Okay, very good. Yeah. No, the other one. Trying to work with them. Jay, one of the four, settles next to you. Begins helping you just kind of mix the, the concrete paste that you're going to need to actually mortar this in place. Nice. So you're from here originally, right? Yeah. Yep, I was born here. Left for a little while, came back. She bobs her head. Her beak clicking in a, you guess, contemplative fashion. <laughs> We didn't plan on staying here. We were going to move on. Where were you thinking of going? Absalom was the thought. Hmm. Anyone can make it in Absalom. I mean, yeah, sure. Yes and no. Depends on... Why did uh, you come back? Why did I come back? Oh, uh, well, you know, I was out there sowing my wild oats and whatnot, and then I made the biggest mistake ever and, you know, fell in love with some guy who lived here. And then I was back. Love. Family. She glances back in the direction of her sisters. They're currently arguing over something. They do that rather frequently. (laughs) It's usually not such a bad place to have a family, but uh, recently, you know, with the Thrun stepping in and whatnot, not great. Family means a lot to you? Yeah, you know, it does. uh, Although I haven't spoken to my son in some time when he left a few months ago. uh, He didn't like me here either, so... He hasn't written any letters, but, you know, he's probably busy. I'm sure nothing's happened to him. Oh, no, no. I'm sure he's fine. Troublemaker, but fine. Right. This place scares me. What specifically? Jake clicks her beak, looks back in the direction of her sisters. It now appears that they are actually literally arguing over the equal cut of the, uh, you guess, their most recent score out there. Jay, however, doesn't seem to be quite as interested in, you know, the few copper pieces they've managed to lift from some people while trying to gather information. <laughs> and one shiny bobble. Yes. Uh, That's what they're arguing about. That's the yeah, shiny sure. bobble. That's the shiny bobble. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. It's a cloak clasp or something. They're just easier places. Mm. I mean, Riddleport, you have to worry about the gangs, but as long as you have a gang of your own, you're fine. In, well, I feel like that's pretty true anyway. If you had a gang of your own here, which is hopefully what we're building... Although, don't let the others hear me call it the gang. They really don't like that word. But, uh, you know, if you got a big enough group, you can make it anywhere. But the opposition, the guard here are crazy. Mm. The sheer amount of military force here. Tell me about it. Why not just leave? Ah, With our skills, we could make it as, as pirates in the river kingdoms or down in the shackles. Oh, we could certainly make it as pirates. Um, you know... Stubbornness. It's an easy job. Except for the and, fact that none of us know how to sail or swim. For the uh, most well, maybe not. Maybe not Lucia. Um, <laughs> Ouch! Harsh. Gonna leave. Sorry, Lucia I was here. just joking because of the swimming. I don't know if you swam or not. Um, Poorly. You know, part of it is just the principle of the matter. Like once these, you know, war types get their heart set on something, they never just stop with one city. I remember back in the day, you know, Chelish Navy patrolling, taking out ships real stranglehold on the region, although I guess it ain't, it ain't that different now, but uh, you really can't escape them. I mean, even down, what, in Garund, there's a bunch of Hell Knights, or there were. Maybe not Hell Knights, just Chalaxians. Hard to tell the difference, really. 
You gotta pick somewhere to be. I guess I'm just trying to understand what we're fighting for. It seems odd to push back so much in the city when she just kind of gestures out with her arms. The war's already over and the good guy's lost. War ain't over until people stop fighting. Have you seen the streets? We're the only ones fighting. The fact that we're here and that we got a handful of others means it ain't over. And as long as the crew wants to go down this path, that's the path we're going to go down. We're fighting for each other, for other people who can't fight for themselves. She considers that for a long moment. Not everybody has the skills to leave. Go ahead and roll me a diplomacy. Oh. To make an impression. Oh, man. Oh, wow. I rolled really well. Do I have diplomacy? (laughs) (laughs) Uh. I do. Uh, All right. I rolled an 18, which gets me a 23. Nice. She bobs her head, looks back in the direction of her sister's family, huh? Mm-hmm. I'll admit I don't understand any of the rest of the crap you're talking about, but family I get. Fair enough. She slides the bucket full of, uh, of mortar back over towards you, and uh, over the course of the rest of the day, go ahead and make me a craft check, because I believe that's not secret, so let's go ahead and do a craft. All right, I do. Uh, so be repair, as you're attempting to repair a wall. I am trained, I do averagely, I get a 10 on the die for 14. It's a wall. Okay, good enough, I don't know. Pretty much you finish it, look over it and go, eh, it's not load bearing. And then shrug, you gotta turn and make your way back. It's also not glass, I'm better at glass. Mm. If only we made these walls out of glass. (laughs) Could do a glass wall. That seems like a wise idea. (laughs) Yeah, that's great for a secret lair. I mean, technically (laughs) if you make the glass thick enough, it'd probably be fine. Yeah, I mean, fair. Again, Rachel and I walked on that uh, glass floor in the uh, the Tower Bridge. Mm-hmm. You just they actually told us it. it was sturdier than the wood outside. Yeah, they're like, yeah. it's actually safer to be on the glass than it is to be on the surrounding wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it's thick enough, glass is very strong. Well, yeah, you can that's great. I'm still metal. standing on the wood. <laughs> <laughs> nope. On the plus side, you didn't have to look directly down because you could actually look up towards the mirror above you that reflected you and then all the way down. So oh, like, Rachel, I have, a really, cool, nice. Rachel, I have a really cool picture of us like standing on the glass taking a nice. picture. Where, like, I think we were, what was it, 160 feet up? Uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah. No, no, really no. Really neat. No, if you ever no, go to no, London, no, check no. it out. Uh, Adria, you finish up with this. Return home. I imagine over the next few days... All of you go about your daily business. There's nothing really pressing with the Silver Ravens. Even Nicolo's note is, isn't necessarily something that, yeah, the rest of the group needs to know about now. So it's much like as we it could wait a couple of days. It, so. yeah. yeah, there's there's nothing to, to act upon as far as that is concerned. Yeah. When you say a couple of days, what do you mean exactly? <laughs> until Sunday. Okay. Ah, okay. We go about Sunday, our business Sunday, until Sunday. Sunday. Do I hear any rumors? So you can basically use gather information as a downtime activity. Cool. Mm. I'll take a break, you know, and I'm doing that instead for a little bit. Okay. I work really hard for a couple days, and then I mostly poke around for a day or so, and then I work really hard for a couple days. Very well. Adria, you work in the glass shop, close down shop for a day to go out, poke around, gather some information, all the rest of that. Mm-hmm. Lucia, you are starting your retraining since you have decided that you're going to retrain. Yep. I get I get myself a nice haircut, so my hair my hair is like uh, not quite military short, but like Captain Marvel okay. in the uh, Avengers Endgame, you know. Like, uh, let's go ahead and bounce it. Uh, I'll say that that's a craft check. Ooh, are you cutting your own hair? And I get yeah. I was like, I don't cut my own hair. Like, you're saying you're <laughs> are you leaving to go get a haircut someplace? I don't want to go anywhere because that will be a, a charge if you want to, like Rexus or 
Morgar can do their best. Do they have any? Maria may be a little better at it, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would probably uh, let trust. Let say Morgar actually might. See, uh, does he actually have expert crafting? Because if so, he'd probably be pretty good. No, at he it. doesn't have expert crafting, but I think he actually is. Uh, what what skill is it for cutting hair? It'd be craft. I'm craft. just gonna throw it under craft. Unless you have like beautician lore or something. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, beautician lore. lore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not gonna tell you why, but Vittoria would probably know how. Okay, definitely having Vittoria cut her <laughs> yeah, hair. Me or Cesare, yeah. No, it's, it's going to be Vittoria. Morgar, I think, has a one. Yikes. Hey, okay, it's, yeah. all military, you, it's all military you, buzz cut. Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't know the buzz of the reason why, it. but Lucia asked Vittoria to cut her hair. Well, that can be a Sunday thing. So, yep. anyway, uh, in the meantime, Jessica, go ahead and roll me, uh, or I'll go ahead and roll you a diplomacy secret check. Okay. Go to my bi-weekly bridge game. Catch up on the hot goss. That's gathering information and rumors, you know? Yeah. yeah really, the only hot gossip is uh, some crazy old woman came to uh, your friend's house and tried to get her to lie to the guards. <laughs> and, and then she ran and jumped off the bridge. <laughs> jumped off a bridge. That's wild. <laughs> that's, that's I so mean, weird. that's hot goss, all right. Mm-hmm. They'll be talking I mean, about that for weeks. It would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else is rolling for their earn income. Yes. So I believe uh, we're going to go and do an earn income check for everyone, which is going to be a craft check for Adria, an elven lore check for Cesare, a guild lore check for Nicolo, and a lore contargo for Vittoria. And Lucia gets nothing. And we all roll this, Well, you're right? using all of your downtime yeah. to train. So. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't get paid to train. I do poorly. No. We roll this ourselves, yes. Yes. And earn income is rolled yourselves. Uh... The audience can't see this, but I did create that upkeep page, which you are able to access. Um, I'm going to assume that each of you are going with your baseline, which means that Adria is doing a level one earn income, Cesare's is a level two, Nikolos is a level one, and Vittoria is a level one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I rolled a nine for a 14, because <laughs> it's glasswork. All right. So I'll just okay. go around the table and do each of you one at a time. So uh, Adria, the week is slow. Mm. Uh, over the course of the week, you've actually only sell, sold about eight things, meaning that you've earned about eight copper pieces over the course of this week. Fair enough. So, unfortunately, not very much. Uh, you have also gathered some information, so, and you did succeed at that. So, go ahead and bounce me a D8. A two. For Cesare, what do we get? Uh, I rolled a 19, which gets me a 27. A 27 is a critical success. Nice. Wow. Ba-ba-da. Uh, so yeah, you you spend your week teaching classes on Elven Studies at the Alabaster Academy. Uh, you're actually requested by one of your fellow teachers Ooh, to fancy. guest lecture, basically on how uh, Elven crafts influenced the economy of the surrounding neighboring countries, uh, and particularly the Elven-Dwarven, uh, in essence, conflict <laughs> over filling the market with various either elven made or dwarven made mithril armors. Oh, oh and here I thought it was going to be an alcohol fight. <laughs> no. Wine or whiskey, take your pick. <laughs> uh, as such, over the course of the week, you have earned uh, two and a half gold pieces. Two gold pieces, five silver. Dang. Nice. Two gold pieces and five silver. Yep. Nicolo. Uh, uh, Nicolo rolled a four, so that is a <laughs> nine. <laughs> Oof. A yeah. nine is a failure. It's not a critical failure, but it is yeah. just a fa- failure. Uh, you basically spend the majority of your week working to uh, try to find temp work for the laborers 
out of the devil's nursery. Uh, in this case, you are successful in that yeah. you do find some temp work for tifling laborers with the Saltmakers Guild, which is kind of the worst jobs that you can possibly find anyone. They get paid the absolute least, and your commission is terrible. Uh, as such, you've earned one silver piece. Yay! Ouch. For a hard work, a hard week's worth of work. Yeah. yeah. And Vittoria, as uh, our barista detective. <laughs> Vittoria rolled a 14 for a 22. Wait, one. Yes, 22. A 22 is a success, though, uh, as you spend the week working at Pietro, sharing local lore with your customers, working for your tips. Uh, and as such, you do uh, share some good local gossip as well as some suggestion for visiting merchants on, like, local places you can find and all the rest of that. And as such, while they're in town, they basically become regulars. <laughs> uh, and as such, uh, you have earned one gold piece over the course of this week. Woo! That also brings us to uh, all of your personal upkeeps. So for those of you who are doing subsistence, which I think is everyone but Cesare and Adria. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, that will point, be yeah. four silver pieces. All right. So go ahead and mark off your four silver. And yep. for Cesare and Adria, go ahead and mark off your one gold piece. Mm-hmm. As a side note, I may or may not leave this in. My thought process behind all of your level ones, level twos, et cetera, et cetera's, and the DCs pertaining towards these and not going with level zeros is... Assuming that you succeed, so for instance, assuming Adrian works five days a week and just gets a success, not a critical success, it means that she can break even every week as far as her cost of living is concerned. Mm -hmm. She's basically living up to her means. Ah. The same applies to everyone else. Cesare's is slightly higher just because Cesare's modifier is higher, so I imagine he would actually go for a harder probably. job. Uh, and also I would argue that being a teacher is probably more difficult than being a barista. So... Well, at the very least, it's one of the probably the nicest paying jobs that all of us have. Yeah, it's true. Chesare is also still paying off like fifty years of student loans. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I have. Oh, I, I see you're an elf. I'll give you great terms over fifty yeah. or hundred yeah. years. I have six years worth, and it's like terrible. I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah, I like to think that Chesare is like. He actually gets paid way more than he's making on these rolls, but like the Church of Abadar's interest rate for his student loans is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm glad you think he went to school for any of this and isn't just <laughs> winging it. <laughs> hey, he had to have gone to school for something. He's a for, professor. I just feel off, like you have to have credentials. First off, it makes a good joke. <laughs> for first, he's a professor of his own culture. I mean, it's one of those, yeah, I'm teaching uh, other people about culture. There are plenty of culture. humans who know nothing about humans. <laughs> I was going to say, it's true. also one of those things that's like, okay, just just because I know about American culture doesn't mean I know how to explain it to people in Japan, you know, like. I, yeah, I speak English, but I'm not qualified to teach Korean kids English. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, but as the days tick by, eventually Sunday comes around. All of you gather yourselves together. Make your way to the Long Roads Coffee House. I will need Adria and Nicolo to go ahead and mark off your copper piece for crossing Fleet Bridge. Oh, yes, the bridge. Ah, uh, the bridge. I do not miss that. We gotta find another hideout. Can that be high on our list? One of on the south side. <laughs> well, hopefully, you know, if we finish going through all the deeds and paperwork and stuff, we got some good places to start. Yeah. I imagine all of you probably gather together upstairs, just to begin with. Just as yeah. you know, once you arrive, wait for your friends to show up. Find a uh, a nice table at the Long Roads Coffee House. Larry comes over, gives you some coffee on the house. So is it still Sunday? It's Sunday. Okay. Uh, that Sunday, was I was just Sunday, recapping Sunday. the week's events yep. for you guys to get to Sunday. Okay. So 13th. Sunday is where we were keeping up again. It's the thirteenth of Rova. It's a new moon. If anyone cares. Oh, that's Ooh. fun. I care. I feel like I care. 
<laughs> Lucia hasn't seen the sun or the moon in so long. You're looking so pale. Are you eating right? You getting out in the sun? You getting some uh, vitamins? I like squeeze your cheeks. And she just looks at her vitamin. like and just looks around like, do you see any windows here? <laughs> well, if you're We're upstairs up in the, the coffee, coffee house, there's tons of windows. You can go <laughs> oh, yes, for a jog. Again, like, Rexus never leaves because he is actively wanted by House Thrun. I guess, I'm not, leaves I, I every guess day. I'm not actively yeah. wanted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're not true. actively wanted. And, you know, it's probably good that you and I are seen together again. So it wasn't some weird suspicious thing that I just showed up and bailed you out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. But... I imagine all of you kind of recap your weeks with one of those chat up things, eat some mm. banana bread and some drink some coffee. Mm. Yeah, I could go for some banana bread. I could go for some coffee. Only if Jess is making it. I have I some go for I was say, Jess's family, killer banana bread. Nicola may have inherited my actual hunger for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry. Yes. After which I suppose you guys descend down into the, uh, the wasp nest. Okay, I fix up this wall, but... Uh... It ain't the prettiest wall, so uh, unless you want to fix it, I don't want to hear nothing about it. I mean, to be fair, this isn't exactly the prettiest place just in general, you know? Well, so I we think could it's definitely fine. spruce it up. Like, we could get some curtains, and they could, uh, you know, be a little less uh, dark and, you know, gloomy. So, Zara, you believe the uh, the wall is bulging a little bit in the center? Um, he kind of quirks an eyebrow, but doesn't say anything. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to fall again, and it? Uh, it collapses, it collapses. I was say, did... Did anybody actually do a sweep of the whole place, or no? Yeah, I believe we did immediately yeah. following the collapse. Okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, uh, now that we're down here, they, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard, but uh, apparently we're starting up with the uh, public torture and punishment uh, era Wait, of what? fascism. Yeah, I heard <laughs> that uh, Thrun's bringing back, or I guess bringing for the first time here, public excruciation, like uh, that doghousing thing. What? Uh, remember hearing about that, yes. You know, he, I, mm. is that the one where he feeds people to dogs? What is the doghouse? Yes. Uh, we'll make a quick society check for all of you. Oh, yeah, true. Well, Chesare <laughs> knows actually about know what this is, even though I just I, no I invented that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, that was one of my favorites back in the day. I was just I joking. Know. I didn't expect anybody to actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to seem bad because my husband was <laughs> I feel like that's a lot of conspiracy theories too it's like oh man I just made that up just to be fun and now people believe it like it's true and that's weird you do Heather enjoy reading this one oh, oh yay dog housing is uh, when they keep someone in a cage all day and then at sunrise and sunset they're let out to try and get some food but there are starved dogs chained within the reach of the food so oh the person is most likely going to either get bitten or lose the food to the dogs. Mm. And then slowly it's, uh, starve It's not exactly death. the nicest of things. Wait, and this is public? Yeah. It's entertainment. It's also uh, cross us and here's what happens to you, like, threatening. It's sick. But it's also going to, I mean, I'm not saying the guy was ever popular here, but he certainly ain't going to gain more popularity from it. Oh, and here I thought the murder plays were the worst thing in this city. What's their affection? Heather was being nice by describing it as a cage. <laughs> I imagine it's like a little it's tiny... A, a box. It's an actual doghouse. Oh my gosh. With nails driven through the side, so you can't fully extend yourself. Also, I feel oh. like nobody should give that guy uh, dogs, because he's just using them to torture people and also torturing the dogs. I hadn't planned on it, but I'm definitely not going to now. Oh, I've been checking on those dogs over at the house. 
They're doing good. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Wait, what house? The livery. I look at you. It's, I guess it's not a house, but you know the place. The oh, okay. Livery. You just used the wrong term. I got you. You remember okay. that place that you gave up to the guards? Yep, because I'm also like, why would you go <laughs> back there? <laughs> Does that mean the guards are going to go get our dogs? I haven't yeah. really been training them actively, so they're still feral dogs. I just feed them and check on them occasionally. I know, but if the guards get there, will they not take the dogs to turn them in? Well, okay, we can go get the dogs. I got a courtyard. It's pretty small. Right. We can fit dogs in there. Maybe. And this is the story of how Adria got her animal companion. <laughs> I also have a cat. Mephistopheles is doing great. Little Meffy. Yeah, good to hear. She has not broken all the glass in the shop. I was real worried about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's also a cat that lives down in the uh, the wasp's nest now, because you guys brought a cat back for that, too. Oh, yep. yeah. I don't oh, think we named that, that cat. one yet. Yeah. Rex just named him Argent. Oh, that's Aww. cute. Aww. cute. Little Argent. Little black cat with a little white spot on his chest. Cute. Oh. Raven meows and carries on conversations with Argent. <laughs> oh, I love it. Actually, I don't know if Raven can speak to it. But... That's a six-level ability now. Oh, okay. So eventually, yes. Yes, she will be able to talk to For now, to she cats. just watches. Yeah. <laughs> For now, they just meow at each other. And just still, talk like cats talk, out. you know, yeah. but yeah, it's trips. not, like, understandable. Yep. We're still filling each other out. Nicola <laughs> <laughs> nods. I'm sure you'll make another friend soon. I'm more of a Devil's Nursery, you know, Devil's fan, and he's more of a West Crown Gondoliers fan. Oh. Huh. <laughs> the Gondoliers, they're not doing so hot this season. No, not really. Yeah. The real question is, what sport are y'all talking about? <laughs> yes. Horse Quidditch. polo. Horse polo! It's all actually, horse polo. Actually could be it's polo. not blood pig. Um, <laughs> it's not oh. blood pig. Okay. Ah, blood pig. Uh, oh you make your way down, uh, find Rexus, still buried in his papers as he looks up the uh, half-eaten dinner from the night before, still sitting next to him. Is it Sunday? Uh, yes. Oh. Um, I, so he just kind of takes a cloth and throws it over the top of his half-eaten food and then sets oh. the plate off to the side and clears off enough of the table for all of you. It's alright, it's... Hmm. Do they sell calendars in the city? Dude, we <laughs> need a calendar thing? down here badly. Yeah, I mean, calendars are... Okay, then I'm gonna say before I showed up here today, I bought him a calendar. <laughs> alright, you can mark off a... I'll say a copper piece. Okay. It's probably hard to keep track of days down here since, you know... Yeah, uh, I mean, mostly just Morgar helps me with that with his morning it's time for workout routine. Ah, yeah. This should help. I figured since you're not getting out very much, this would at least help. And she hands him the calendar. Oh, oh, thank you. Uh, what day is it? Sunday. No, sorry, take. I apologize. I've lost all track of time. It is the 13th. No, oh, fortuitous. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, settle in. Um, and I suppose we'll, we'll figure out what we're, we're doing for the week. Uh, I do have some small amount of information that I have managed to uh, decode. He points to oh. the giant box that you brought down here full of paperwork. So the cipher is time-consuming. Mm. Uh, it looks like the Silver Ravens actually used some sort of, uh, of a polygot, of a pigeon language, of um, a combination language as an actual secret language that they spoke. Hmm. Not Dude, just in writing, but actually spoke it as well. Uh, I may be able to decipher this enough to figure out how we could possibly use that as well, uh, as they seem great. to have used that to communicate with one another. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, because, like, I mean, if it's secret only to them, then literally no one else would know, right? We don't have to worry about, like, oh, we all picked Orc, and then there's somebody who speaks Orc. Yeah. Uh, mechanically speaking, uh, this is a feat that you can take at a higher level. Uh, it is usually a rare feat, however, 
once you've deciphered this, it does unlock that feat for you. Okay. Cool. That gives you an entirely secret language that you can discuss. Although only the people that take the feat have taken the time to actually learn said language. <laughs> Dude, we should all take that feat. That seems oh, well yeah. worth it. I think it's a skill feat. Too. Is it a skill feat? Okay. Well, we nice. can probably get it for free with our rebellion once it levels up. Because we can use yeah, one of our rebellion it, free feats. Yeah, but... Yeah, although in this case, Rexus has... It will require him six more weeks to figure out the language. Oh, well, yeah. I'm not saying right yeah. now. I'm just saying... But at a later point. Eventually. That's pretty cool, though. I didn't expect us to finish the rebellion in a month, so... Yeah. <laughs> I also didn't expect that to actually be, uh, like, a spoken language, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I haven't been able to decipher much. Um, I do think that I've started to put this into some form of chronological order, which will probably be the best way to read this. Again, from what I can determine, these documents seem to have been purposefully left. Hmm. As in, the intention was for people to find these. What little I can determine from the beginning of this is is some information about the original Silver Ravens. It appears that they were not an organization, so much as they were an adventuring group. I don't think that there are a large number of them. It looks like they were established in 4606, in the wake of the chaos that swept over Chiliax after the death of Aerodin. What to say, that sounds familiar. Specifically, it looks like there were maybe five of them, although I haven't quite gotten to the point where they seem to really discuss them much, but it does speak of the the five founders. Hmm. Uh, It seems like they were formed to help protect the city of Cantargo from oppression. As the nobles in Cantargo joined in the various other nobles, from what I understand... um, Again, I've I've delved quite deeply into Chilish history. There were, over the course of the Chilish Civil War, which went on for 34 years, uh, there were over three dozen different families that claimed the throne, including families in Ravenel, this portion of Chiliax, and Cantargo specifically, Hmm. that attempted to claim their right to the throne of Chiliax. Oh. Until, of course, we all know how that ended with House Thrun reigning ascendant. But... yes. It looks like they originally formed their group as a, uh, an attempt to battle the oppression and were not initially revolutionaries. It honestly seems like they might have been. At the time, they usually referred to them as loyalists. Oh. People that believed in the original inherited position of the throne of Chiliax, as opposed to all of these other people that were trying to steal the throne of Chiliax from the reigning emperor at the time. Hmm. Huh. And unfortunately, that's about all I've gotten out of this. Uh, I have only seen a single word which seems to be curious, but I haven't been able to ascertain any real information pertaining towards it. What is the word? There's a reoccurring reference to a jackdaw. That's a type of bird. It is a type of bird, and I'll also make some secret secret check. (laughs) I need to make a secret knowledge nature check for you guys to determine what you know about jackdaws. I Uh, know that Edward (laughs) Kenway uh, sailed it across the Caribbean. Yeah, there you go. Yep, there you go. (laughs) That's where I know the word from. Ah, the jackdaw. Little blarmy bird. But actually... Looking at my plus zero nature, I'm going to be very surprised if I know anything about this. Perhaps it's in reference to the folk hero. Has anyone else heard of the jackdaw? Nope. No. Um, He was... uh, No, I I focused more on... Sorry, I I, I focused more on historical figures and not folk history. Uh, um, I don't know much about the figure. I mean, they don't even know if it was man, woman, Strix, child. Um, but uh, they helped defend Kintago during the Telish Civil War, and um, there's quite a few people that believe 
they still live in the city shadows. Well, uh, a jackdaw is kind of a type of corvid, type of raven. It would not hmm. be that weird for them to be associated with a group based on ravens. Should we all have cool raven-themed names? Like Ooh, uh, yes. different corvids? Absolutely. Like code names. Like code yes, names, yeah. Oh, that sounds so cool. I guess. I mean, if you think it's necessary. I'm Raven. It might be helpful <laughs> when we uh, send secret messages. The rest of the group carries on this conversation. Cesare, I imagine, you know, everyone else crowded around the table. Cesare leaning with his back up against one of the, the bookcases. Listens, here's this name of Jackdaw. For a moment, unbeknownst to the rest of the group, Cesare's gaze kind of unfocuses. As all the name brings back is a memory of a thin, lithe figure covered in blood, sword in hand, surrounded by dead priests of Asmodeus in the heart of their newly sanctified temple. Oh. And after Cesare comes back from his war flashback, realizes everyone else is talking about birds. <laughs> so, you know, Adria, you, you and Cesare are both aware of the legend of Jackdaw. And that Jackdaw was this legendary figure that was said to protect the city of Cantargo from all that threatened it. Now, very little is known pertaining towards this. Again, Adria, you left young enough that like, yeah, you remember hearing these stories growing up, but it was like, oh, the Silver Ravens and Jackdaw and all the rest of that stuff. Those were just like legendary figures mm -hmm. uh, that supposedly were working in the background to keep the city safe. Mind you, like this was still during the heart of the Chelsea Civil War. Yeah because I believe you left Chiliax right about the same time that House Throne actually took charge. Yep. Because you would have been about 20, actually no, you would have only been about 15 when yeah, uh, I left House pretty young. took charge. Again, for Cesare, you are aware that like, not to use maybe a bad analogy here, but yes, speaking the name of Jackdaw amongst the like priests of Abbas or the followers of House Throne or anything they were trying to take charge in Kentargo at the time was like speaking Batman in a mafia meeting in Gotham. Mm. <laughs> Except for in this case, Jackdaw murdered. Oh, nice. Again, unfortunately, you know nothing pertaining towards them. You just have burned into your memory the one time that you encountered them. Yep. Well, um, anyway, uh, none of that was standing, and hopefully I'll be able to determine more about who these actual leaders are, so it might not be worth conjecturing over it at the moment. Because, uh, again, this, this Jackdaw may be referenced to the this legendary um, folk hero, as you said, mm. Vittoria. But mm -hmm. uh, it sounds like there were at least four others, maybe five others, that were responsible for founding the group as well. Mm. A, a full adventuring party, if you will. <laughs> he looks around at the five of you before looking back down at the map. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I suppose then we will need to uh, decide what we uh, we have planned for this week and, uh, and get ourselves ready. Mm-hmm. So with that, we are kicking off our second rebellion phase. Yay! Ooh. May it go Ba-ba-da. better than the first. Yeah, right? Maybe. Maybe it will be better than first. So uh, let us go ahead and kick this off. So we're going to start with our upkeep phase, phase one of the rebellion's growth, which is uh, it starts with our supporter attrition, which means that I will need a loyalty check from your recruiter, which I believe is Jessica. It is. And so the upkeep phase is determining the rebellion's growth. Standing against the government is exhausting and frightening, and every week some of the rebellion supporters may drift away, so this is more or less to determine whether or not you've gained supporters, lost supporters, etc. Oh, excellent. Uh, then I get an 18. So go ahead and bounce me a d6. Plus your modifier. I get a 7. 7? Alright, and then go ahead and bounce me an additional d6. I get a 3. Okay. 
So right now it stands that the rebellion is going to be gaining 10 new supporters this week. Hey. Uh, three of those are actually Tiflings from Devil's Nursery who have heard nice. through back channels about the involvement of the Silver Ravens in protecting them from the murderous tooth fairies that they hey. weren't aware of until that point. Hey. Nice. And of course, uh, you'll continue to gain those supporters for an additional week following this. Uh, as again, word continues to spread in Devil's Nursery of your heroics. Ooh. Nice. Next, that takes us to your notoriety. The step two is just checking your notoriety. Your notoriety is not 100. Your notoriety is four now, however, as it has gone up by one because of Lucia's actions. Even if that cannot be traced directly back, and that is why it is only one instead of 1d6, even if it cannot be tra traced directly back to the rebellion, it's still there is something that is raising the attention of the guard mm -hmm. in the city. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, there's further lawlessness. Yeah. But on the plus side, though, you have not reached 100, and therefore there's not an inquisition murdering people in the city streets. So we, yeah. we're, four, we're still far from that. Four point out of 100. Yeah, four, yeah. You're currently at four. Yeah. Hmm. Trust me, later on, I think there are some things that can add like 5d6 notoriety, Oof. depending Ooh, on what yay. you do. So. I mean, I imagine if we like stormed in and like murdered the captain of the guard or something, that would be one of those moments, you know? That would be bad. That would yeah. be a bad idea. Assuming we survive the process, too. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, it's, we'd be fighting a lot of Dotari. At this point, you also, reaching step three, level up. Uh, you have reached the threshold to level yourself up from rank one to rank two. As Huzzah. an interesting side note, you've actually reached the threshold now to level up to rank three. Oh. But you did not reach that threshold before you started the rebellion. Um, mm. So it'll be next week, assuming we don't have yes. any. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, you, in essence, apply any adjustments to rebellion rank due to the increased supporters from the previous week. Mm. Nice. So this starts because more or less what you are rolling for your supporters is determined of the previous week of what you've gotten for supporters in now. Mm -hmm. So think about this as the, hey, we've gotten everything. What does being ranked two get us? So first off, rank two means that the DC for everything has gone up. Boo. Well, because again, you're becoming yeah. larger. It's a more noticeable organization, so on and so forth. Yeah. You can now take two actions during your uh, your turn Ooh. instead of just one. Cool. Okay. Three actions using the bonus action that uh, Cesare is giving to the group. Okay. Nice. See, so as their master of strategery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Playing strategy. Uh, that also increases your proficiency in your secrecy, which brings your bonus in secrecy up to a total of a plus eight to join nice. in secrecy. Nice. In addition to that, uh, your max team stays the same. The party has also gained a new PC boon. Oh. Oh, what's that? Your PC boon means that uh, since all of you have been down here training, so on and so forth, at rank two, you gain a bonus skill feat. Yeah, representing cool. your training that through your association with the increasing number of skilled workers and rebels who have joined the cause. Nice. Uh, mostly Morgar. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'll take it. Go, Morgar. Uh, so yes, uh, each of you may select a skill feat. If you've already figured out what you want for your skill feat, go ahead and tell me. I have. I guess I'll go first then. Um, I'm picking up Assurance for Athletics. Ooh. That's a good one. So, You've been kind of training yourself there. Oh, just trying to get more, you know, general um, use out of uh, the skill and make it easier to do simple stuff, so. It's really good when you get higher level. It's even good at low levels because Assurance says that it never takes any bonuses or penalties, which includes the penalties for multiple attacks for combat maneuvers. Oh, exactly. that's nice. Whoa. Yeah. Yep. My skill feat I took was Discreet Inquiry, which lets me gather information while hiding the true subject of my inquiry. So essentially anybody that's trying to determine if anybody was asking about something um, has to exceed my Deception DC 
to learn about me asking about things. It's all about being a secret asker and follower of information. Very well. Asking questions. Secretly. Discreet. Secrets. Uh, so Lucia is going to take Bon Moth. Nah, nice. Very, very apropos. Uh, so it's a single action uh, requires I'm trained in diplomacy, which I am. Gives me, uh, I launch an insightful quip at a foe, distracting them. Uh, so diplomacy check against their will DC. If I succeed, they um, take a minus two to perception and will saves for one minute. Um, mm -hmm. Minus three if it's a critical success. Woo. However, if I crit fail, then I um, take the penalty they would have had. <laughs> ah, well. You know. Yep, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. If you take a feat that gives you a new language, two new languages, do you have to pick both of them at the time of the feat, or you can hold one, in, or can I hold one in reserve until Rexus finishes this, figuring out the Silver Ravens language? Uh, two things with that: the secret language is actually a completely separate feat okay. for having. It's a, a dedicated language, feat a to get similar. this language. Uh -huh. okay. uh, and is the multiling is that? Multilingual is that the name? Multilingual is a skill feat. You have to be trained in society. I can learn two new languages. So, like I know. Victoria has also been studying for a while. Yeah, because I was trying to learn Strix. What was the other languages that that cipher was? It was Strix. I thought it was Strix, Elven, and Celestial, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So are we going to go retroactive and say that you've also been down there studying with uh, Yeah, <laughs> but I'm going to have to figure out what my other language is. I think I'm going to have Cesare take multilingual and pick up Strix, and then I'll have to figure out what I want my other one to be, because I get two. So, What else is commonly spoken in Kintargo? I mean, I already have Infernal. Yeah, it is a mix of Celestial, Elven, and Strix for that. Okay. Um, I Celestial. I mean, I do you speak like, Halfling? Uh, Varician is all that common. Um, I don't Tengu. speak Halfling. Tengu. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't, actually, I don't think Tengu is a common language. Although you do have access to the Fushi sisters, which they do speak Tengu, so you could learn it from them. It would be weird to have picked up their entire language in two weeks. Well, it also gets into that back story justification where it's like yeah you know I'm not really fluent in again because you guys have only been studying for two weeks like I'm not really I wasn't fluent in Strix before but I was interested in the language so I've been kind of looking into it you know and now I've actually learned the language yeah so I'm going to take multilingual and I guess I'll pick up Strix and you know what let's pick up Tengu that might come in handy in the future yeah. okay okay uh, what is Victoria taking for her feet I don't know because uh, Cesare took mine <laughs> it's not like you can't take it too <laughs> Uh, but honestly, it, it makes sense for me to take multilingual because I've been studying. Yeah, you, it, you're so. you're the one literally yeah. saying that you've been studying with Rexus this entire time to try yeah. to learn this language. <laughs> so uh, I am probably also going for uh, Strix. That's what I'll do. I'll learn uh, Strix and Celestial. Sorry, yeah, and I think I might be changing mine, but now I don't know what I'm changing it to. This is a struggle. This is a struggle. Okay, all right, all right. I'm going to change it to a thing. That is definitely... Uh, uh, what, is, uh, what is extra lore? Is that a skill feat or is that a general feat? You can get additional lore, but I don't know. Yeah, that's a general. skill feat. Oh, is it a skill feat? Yeah. If you wanted feat. to actually know how to sail a boat. <laughs> that's true. I do kind of want to know how to sail a boat. I'm going to sail a plus, boat instead. Plus it automatically upgrades as you level up too, which is actually kind yeah. of neat. So it's actually better than your main lore skill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Because you'll get a free uh, skill boost at third, uh, seventh, and 15th level for, the, wow, for that. That's really nice. Okay. Yes, I do that. 
Yeah, additional lore is actually a really good feat. Yeah. I almost took that one for just general Kentargo lore, but then I realized other people had it, so I was like, nope, extra languages. It'd be one step closer to you and Vittoria being the same character. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> With her Kentargo we're, lore. We're not the same. It's like we have similar interests, mm. but our characters themselves are no, very no, not different. Remote, different. Not remote. Mm. It's you're just you're brainy people that have gone down the same brainy track. <laughs> Heather and I tend to do that a lot, though, on accident. Yeah, we Where, do. like, we'll come together mm. and we'll have completely different characters, but then it's like, oh, I picked this spell and this spell and did this and this, and I'm like, son of a... <laughs> In the meantime, Nicolo is running, jumping, and climbing up trees, so... <laughs> nice. The few, like, five trees in the entirety of Kentargo. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple there's of parks. parks so. Actually, yeah, there are a lot of parks in Kentargo. Yeah, yeah. Very... No, I was, I was exaggerating for comedic effect. The five trees in the entirety of the Devil's Nursery may be accurate. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're all like twisted. Two of them are dead. Well, you know. Yeah, there there is the park over in uh, Red Roof that's over by the Fair Fortune Livery, where they mm. do all the kite flying because it's that's a really true. good wind. Yeah, a mighty wind. <laughs> Lore kite flying. <laughs> all right. Following this, we get into phase two, which is your activity phase. Which one you can take a number of actions as set by your Silver Raven's rank. Since you do apply the rank up before this, you may now take actually three actions. Yep. Although nice. important to note, you only have mm -hmm. one team. Mm -hmm. And one great. team can only be dedicated yeah. to one action. Which means you can take some side actions also. <laughs> I was going to say, where's the recruit a team, uh, another team action? <laughs> I mean, that is an action. Yeah, there or you go. you can wait until the story gives you another team. Either way. So, I, mean, I feel like um, we're just wasting our action. Like the the actions that we don't have a team for are just kind of wasted. If we there's a, but there's them. other things we can do with those actions besides using teams. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but you do have the Fushi sisters who can secure cash, gather information, and now that you have added your friend Vindelfek to the team, they can also spread disinformation. Hmm. Interesting. I'm trying to. F I'm trying to think what kind of disinformation we'd want them to spread. So spreading disinformation, by the way, is one of those things where it actually reduces our notoriety. Basically, Ooh, we yes. blame other that. things okay. for for actions that may or may not have led to us. I mean, we're at a four. It's not very high. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying we should necessarily do it. I'm just saying what it does. We should probably just have them gather information again. Maybe yeah. we can get a good lead. Yeah. Yeah, that's we're kind of short on leads right now, so that makes sense. Yeah, you can send them out to go and gather information. The loyalty check, so that falls to Lucia. Ah! I dropped my dice, and it bounced. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, what? What was, did you do? Critical failure. I screamed like a little girl, but no, it bounced up, and I caught it out of midair, and it was really cool, and nobody saw it, not even the, not even the other players, and I'm really sad about that. <laughs> okay, anyway. So, yep, go ahead and attempt a loyalty check uh, to attempt to gather some information with the Fushi sisters. Okay, that is a 15 on the dice for an 18. An 18? Sounds good. Sounds not too bad. That is a success. Yay! Which means that when you guys check back in next week, they will have some information for you. Yay! Huzzah! Following that, you guys still have two actions that you may take. We need to get some people to run around with Morgar and make Morgar the head of another team. Yeah. yeah. We definitely need I think we I think we need another team. Yeah. So do we want to recruit supporters and recruit a team then? Yeah. Yep. I think like so, it. yeah. Okay. So well let's start with the recruit supporters. Uh, this is another recruitment check, which means that it's another Adria check. Uh, you can attempt to recruit additional supporters. You, to do so, you attempt a loyalty organization check. Can't Cesare uh, give somebody a bonus or something, or is it he just gives an extra action? Plus one bonus on the bonus action that you choose to do. Okay, yes. that's what I thought. So whatever we choose to be the bonus action gets that plus one. 
So do we want okay. a team more, or do we want... I think the team should probably yeah, be I, I the... Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. All right. So that will be our bonus action. Okay, and since you guys are planning on doing a, both a recruit as well as a... Uh, yeah, Rexus will go ahead and boost the bonus on the uh, the loyalty organization checks. Okay. Yeah, so Adria, you can go ahead and roll your recruitment. This is with a plus eight bonus then. Oh, plus eight. Uh, I rolled a 17 on the die, which gets Ooh, me a dang. 25. Boom. Nice. Very nice. Just shy of a critical success. Oh. Oh. It would have been a critical success, but you guys just leveled up. So. Oh. <laughs> Curses. Uh, I do need you to roll 2d6 and add your bonus to it. Okay. Uh, so that's five plus four is nine. All right. All right. That means that by this time next week, you guys will be up to 34 supporters. Wow. wow. Nice. Nice. All right. Silver Very Ravens nice. are growing. Spreading our wings. I... I want to mention, and mind you, from what I understand, this is not uncommon. That will bring you guys up to a rank five rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's going to take us, what, like five or four weeks to actually get up to that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, you actually cannot progress past rank five rebellion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So we're maxed out. At the moment, you do not have the resources. Yeah. To get to that point, <laughs> uh, to get anything more than a rank five rebellion. You can actually continue to gain supporters, and then as you gain access to a higher rank, you might you might literally jump from rank five to like rank nine, depending mm. upon like how many supporters that you guys have been nurturing in the background the whole time. Spiffy. But unfortunately, you've been rolling pretty well on your uh, recruitment rolls, so yeah. Thanks, Let's Jess. see if that holds up. Yeah. So the following question: uh, So Adri is going to be basically out recruiting some people. Lucci is still making flyers down, you know, with macaroni and everything down in the rebellion. Macaroni. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're making up. <laughs> make a little pins. Yeah, you make a little raven out of macaroni. And, you know mm. that Lucia knows how to do calligraphy. calligraphy yeah, like yeah. my 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 uh, handwriting is on point. That was there drilled into me at a very young age. So the final question is: You guys are wanting to take the recruit team action? Yes. Mm -hmm. So you can attempt to recruit a team as long as you are not already at the maximum number of teams allowed. You have a maximum number of two teams that you may have. So you only have one. You're good. You must take a check against the recruitment DC of your team. The specific organization check required to recruit the team depends on the type of team that you're attempting to recruit. So you are only able to recruit rabble rousers, sneaks, and freedom fighters. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming we're going to avoid the rabble rousers. Yeah. Morgar seems more the freedom fighter type. Yeah. 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 It depends on what type of uh, actions you want them to be able to take. So the freedom fighters are the ones who can like reduce danger. They can. Yeah. Um, let's see here. To, what else? to give you the exact wording, uh, your options are with your freedom fighters or some of your revolutionaries. Freedom fighters patrol the streets of Cantargo and are ready to step in to aid the citizens who need help, but mm -hmm. also serve to distract Thrun's forces and track areas of danger in the city so that the Silver Ravens can avoid trouble more efficiently. That's exactly more good. I, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I love mm. that. Yeah, the rabble rousers can spread the word of the Silver Ravens while keeping an ear to the ground for rumors. No, mm. that's... Yeah, nah, that's yeah, yeah let's, let's get a Freedom Fighters group. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Ross is all over that because he's like, I oh, want to yeah. do revolutionaries from the get-go. <laughs> <laughs> Revolution! <laughs> all right, let's do this. Um, so, so speaking of, that means uh, this is going to be a security check to attempt to recruit them. You're basically kind of working with Morgar, and you know, I imagine it's going to be like Nicolo taking a list and then compare that list with Morgar and Morgar's going through like what all guards do I know that have also been fired and I think yeah. would be inclined to help us with this so what am I rolling just <laughs> so alright so it's just a d20 plus what uh, you'll need to go ahead and roll your security uh, which is a plus 3 with a plus 1 bonus for Jason so basically just d20 being d20 plus 4 d20 plus 4 
Yeah, it's basically Cesare and Nicolo are working together on this. I rolled a perfect 20. <laughs> Why do you sound disappointed with that? Why? That's great. Celebrate. Put your hands in the air like you just don't care. Yeah. Uh, uh, 24. Well, unfortunately, there is no critical success for recruiting a team. You're not like a magically recruiting two teams at the same yeah. time. Critically succeed, they're already upgraded. I went to recruit freedom fighters and somehow I gained infiltrators. How does this work? Uh, no. So, yeah, that means over the course of the next week, you will be able to recruit a team of freedom fighters. And we put them under Niccolo's command, obviously. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> sure. I'll uh, assuming it. that you want uh, Morgar to be working with this group, this will be Morgar plus five uh, other former Tatari Whoa. that he's familiar with. <laughs> That's a big group. They're like willing it. to uh, to jump in. Actually, the group size increases by like one almost every time that they level up. So like if they go up to, I think, uh, Stalwarts are the top. We have our own garrison of Datari. Yeah, because <laughs> I think Stalwarts are like nine. Uh, there are nine people in a Stalwart group. We got to wow. find an but... equally cool name for them besides Dotari, though. We got to find a cool name. I feel well, like it should be like a split, though. It should be like three Datari and then like three Typhlings. Morgar's Marauders. <laughs> Morgar's Marauders, dude. I love that. Yeah, nice. I love that. I don't know but, if yeah, you like the term Marauder, but you know. I'm sure we're gonna put this team under Nicolo's control. That seems like a good. I thing. mean, that, I assume that the ones who own those different pieces will mainly manage those teams. Yeah, I'm, so I'm like fine. We, with... If we get some sneaks, then it would go under Vittoria. Yeah, I'm fine with being in charge. So, that brings us to the final phase, which is going to be your event phase. Does anything happen? Let's find out. It's yeah. eventful. Or hopefully not. An inquisition immediately starts. <laughs> it's a percentile chance, depending on how how notorious we are. Yep, the danger in the city is currently at 20. You have a notoriety of four, which means that you have a 24% chance of an event happening. Woo! It does not. Oh. Yay! Right. As a side note, however, uh, since an event does not occur, there is a... Uh, Double chance that the event will occur the following week. Ah. Mm. Boo. So Fair there's enough. no way we could just luck out of never having an event. <laughs> I mean, technically, it just. Oh, but it doesn't very double unlikely. again to where it's like a sure thing. Yeah. No, it doesn't keep doubling. It's just like from here on, it will be a minimum of a 40% chance, a 48% chance right now. Mm. Yikes. So. Which, again, you know. Sometimes events are good. Yeah. And again, if you go into next week going, we're almost guaranteed to have an event, maybe we should guarantee, guarantee. an event. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Fair, fair. You get into, you know, thinking about it. In the, There's the a strategy way. behind it all. Mm -hmm. Strategy. Leave that up yes. for a strategist. <laughs> yeah. Heather's clearly excited about natural 20s and strategy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're making a grumpy face at me, y'all. Well, it seems like we had a pretty successful rebellion phase. I know. Yep. Yeah. That yeah, was actually really successful. Week. It was a very successful rebellion phase. So and uh, next week will be rebellion rank three. That's exciting. Yep, it is possible to gain more than rank if Fortune mm -hmm. has granted the Silver Ravens with an unusually large increase in supporters since the previous upkeep phase. So you'll actually just jump to five next week. Do we get all the stuff? Do we get all the stuff between? You get everything yeah. that's in there. So what you guys do we are gonna get, get next week? Uh, Yep, you're going to get a gift, a title, a, you're going to be Guardians of Kentargo, and a skill increase. So we'll Ooh. get into the details of that once you guys actually get around to uh, that. Not next week in the podcast, but next week next in week the in actual events of game time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uchiha would like her gift in a Visa gift card. Uchiha <laughs> <laughs> needs money, y'all. So you all spend a couple of hours down here going over what's 
transpired up until this point. Adria talking with the Fushis, because again, Adria is the Fushi sisters' mm -hmm. uh, manager, as far as team manager goes. Going, it's like, yeah, you know, I know you guys, because again, they came back with no information. They're like, we know you didn't, but we we have confidence in you. Go out there and gather some information. Yep, here's guys. a snack. Have some snacks. That'll help. Everybody take a cookie. Put your hands in. Yep. One, two, three, these, team. These wieners will give me the quick energy I need. You know it's going to be orange slices? Orange slices and little juice boxes. <laughs> I've never see, seen a bird eat an orange, so I don't know how easy that is with a beak. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I think they can. I'm they just probably saying, just whole. we need to get Adria a wagon so she can have her soccer mom uh, minivan. I got my mom bag. It's fine. I'll carry lots of stuff in there. <laughs> Adria's decided to no longer do glass blowing and instead opens her own food truck. Oh, my. <laughs> food cart. Food cart. Food cart. <laughs> King's nuts. You continue the discussion down. You know, Cesare goes over and meets with Nicolo because he is your uh, partisan and... More guard to like talk about. Okay, well, we're working with rebellion stuff. We all, like, how all can we do this? What all can we work with? All the rest of that. Mm -hmm. Lucia's over there with Adria, also like going over things with like, okay, here are the new like flyer slogan ideas that I have, and all the rest of that. Since I am our party demagogue, for like figuring out new ways to recruit people, and you guys mostly just do uh, loyalty checks, really. <laughs> Seems well, lazy. like we gotta get the base built before That's we start true. running all the secrecy stuff. Yeah. You know, in the meantime, you know, Vittoria is off in the background with Rexus going over, like, you know, the documents and all the rest of that stuff. Especially since you're like, actually, I think I've gotten a good enough hold on Strix. I could probably help you try mm. to, you know, decode some of these Woo. documents. Yeah. Speed up the process. As a fun side note, there is a bonus if you speed up the process. Nice. Huh. Cesare can get on in on that, too. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind, it is a downtime activity that will take your week. Oh, so. I need to teach. <laughs> Cesare is like, I have to keep up appearances. Also, I need that money. <laughs> You have any idea, any idea how expensive all of this silver salmon is? Looking over at Raven, <laughs> <laughs> I do. Silver's I bought some for Raven. <laughs> <laughs> Raven's off to the side, like it's like okay, you know, between like Nicolo and Morgar, it's like okay, what do you think about Morgar's mad cats? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you can put shields, and then she does like a little like pose, like you know. <laughs> And Nicola's like, yes, she's <laughs> so cute. I agree. Yes. <laughs> you should absolutely do this, Morgar. <laughs> As you finish this, I imagine uh, you guys probably grab a quick lunch, you know, commiserate mm. down here. I'll be crammed. Uh, let's see. Laria isn't down here right now, so there's 11 of you down here. As you kind of gather around the table. Again, it. there's a large table in the other room Yeah. Uh, where the Fushi sisters usually play cards. Hmm. As you wrap this up, you turn. Make your way out. Uh, make your way back through the secret door. Ascend up the ladder to make your way back up into the coffee house. You reach the top of the ladder. Close the trap door back behind you. Make your way forward. Yeah, Nicolo, you open the door. I imagine Adria probably just following along behind you. Again, you guys aren't necessarily in like marching order or anything like well, that. Yeah, sure. With weapons drawn, ready for an ambush. Yeah. <laughs> not expecting anything to attack us in the coffee house. So. Mm -hmm. Adria, you nearly run full on into Nicolo's broad back oh, as uh... he stops in the doorway. Nicolo. I imagine you pause standing here as you look across the long length of the room, hearing all of you now hearing the loud voice of Laria saying, of course, of course, come in, come in, as a trio of Datari make their way <laughs> through the door. Dang it! She stops as they, you know, they walk in. One of them politely drops to a knee to eye level with her. And very distantly, Nicolo, you can see him hand over a sheet of paper. She pauses looking over it. 
and in somewhat of a louder pitched voice, not looking over her shoulder in all of your direction as you kind of shuffle a little bit further back in the shadows. This warrant appears to be in order, so I'll help you, uh, I'll help you however what? I can, of course. Hide! Back downstairs! And we'll pick it up here next time! <laughs> right oh, downstairs. oh no. The double fate, back down into the depths. Run downstairs, uh, Niccolo braces the freaking trip. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath.